0: Dear community, my heart is troubled. Our hearts as the Chapel Chats team are troubled. There are days in which the news seems like too much. And we have had days upon days upon weeks upon months of the news being too much. Too much for our troubled, tired, restless hearts. So today, this is a chaplain check-in. We're not going to interview anyone or promote upcoming events. We're going to name the pain and the emotions they bring. We're going to talk about coping and we're going to talk about action. But most importantly, I hope you experience this episode as a virtual hug, an assurance that you're not alone, and an encouragement that what you feel matters, and a proclamation that the world should not be like this. It doesn't have to be like this. Part of your time at F.C., is to prepare you to affect the world. Not just in the future, but even right now. And so in this podcast space, we're going to breathe deeply and ready ourselves to continue. Wherever you are in life's journey, you are welcome and are Chapel Chats. The litany of pain is too long to list, but naming our pain is important. Eight people killed in an Atlanta shooting. Six of them were Asian women. Ten people killed in Boulder, Colorado. While grocery shopping, reliving the trauma, the pain, the injustice of George Floyd's death during the murder trial of Derek Chauvin. Another police killing, this time, Dante Wright. Another police killing, this time. Adam Toledo, a 13-year-old child. Another mass shooting, this time only 30 minutes away at the FedEx facility near the Indianapolis airport. So much killing. So much loss. Let us pause for a moment to honor all of those killed in such flagrant disregard for human life and justice. Beloveds, take a deep breath. Let us pause another moment, naming in our own hearts the other pains and griefs we carry. And another deep breath. Keep breathing as we talk about this. Dear souls, we hold this pain together across time and space. Whenever you listen to this, wherever you are, we are held together. May the love that has the power to transform the world connect our hearts now whether you call that force of love, God, or any other name. Amen. Along with these pains, we name the variety of emotions that these injustices evoke in us. Anger, sadness, fear, numbness, All of these are natural responses to unthinkable tragedy. And all of these emotions intersect with each other. Sometimes anger is grief exploding. And sometimes sadness is terror leaking. And when we are numb, it is often our body trying to protect us from feeling the depth of rage and grief that murder after murder brings forth in us. So what do we do now? Now that we've named it, we've named what's going on around us, we've named the emotions we're feeling, the anger, the sadness, the numbness, the worry, the fatigue. How do we keep it from overtaking us? I want to invite you to consider two lenses here what we need to do to care for ourselves, and what we need to do to care for others. I believe that these are intricately related, that as we care for ourselves, we care for others, and vice versa. But we are limited when we don't attend to both. When we don't attend both to our own emotional needs and the needs the world has for us. So first, how can we process through these emotions and care for ourselves? Here are a few tips. One, find out what it is that helps you connect to the goodness of the world and seek it out. Maybe that's being out in nature. That's true for many of us. Going outside can reset our perspective a bit because we experience the wideness of the world. We see the sky and the horizon and trees and animals. And we know that we are embedded in an ecosystem that is bigger than us and where life continues even when we feel stuck. Maybe the goodness you need to connect to is your loved ones, your support system. Are there kids in your life that help pull you out of the sadness? Pets that help soothe that soul ache? With their snuggles? Friends or family members that are able to just be with you without needing to offer advice or platitudes? Does prayer, music, yoga, poetry, running, or meditation ground you? Prioritize those in your life. Make time for them. In the episode notes, the description, we will post a link to one of our lists of favorite grounding, stress-relieving things that help tap into the goodness of the world. Check that out if you need a reminder. But seek out what connects you to what is good, what is calming, and make time for that. For that to sustain you. Okay, number two, we have experienced an influx of documented injustices. There are videos on the internet, easily accessible, of police shootings and other atrocities, of racial injustices, particularly against. Our black siblings in America. While we have hoped this footage will result in increased accountability for injustice, beloveds, you do not need to watch the footage. Its existence matters, and you can trust with those who have watched it Tells you what is on it. You do not need to watch. And if you do, you do not have to watch it again. You are allowed to stop. Take a deep breath. And return to the self-care techniques we're discussing. These images stay with us. And I invite you to control which images you're taking in not out of ignorance, not out of avoidance, but out of protection for your heart and for your strength to continue to fight these injustices. And third, this is related, you can take social media breaks. Sometimes it feels like you have to be plugged in to be a good advocate, to be a good ally, to be a good accomplice, but you can take a break from the social media feed. We need you to take a break from the constant barrage of opinions and analyses and videos and photos. We need you to breathe, to recover, and to prepare yourself for the action ahead. Which leads us to the second lens that we bring when these pains plague our world Not just care of self, but care for others. Not just coping, but action. So the second lens is what the world needs from us. In the face of injustice, you must care for yourself, but not only for yourself. We need you to participate in the world and then the efforts to make it a more just and fair world for all. So what might that look like? Here are a few tips about action. One, be informed. Yes, you can take breaks from social media, but there are ways to resist 24-7 inundation. Without sticking your head in the sand and ignoring all things, there are ways to resist just drowning in it without avoiding all current events. Do you need to set yourself time limits for media consumption? Do you need to balance social media breaks with daily news check-ins? Do you need to adjust how you stay informed? Maybe instead of social media, you need to subscribe to a daily news roundup. Whatever you decide to do, practice staying informed without losing yourself to the constant barrage of noise that will take a toll on you. Second, find people doing the work and learn from them and support them. Pay attention to who you're paying attention to. Find activists that you respect, follow them, and support their work. You can support their work financially if you're able, or you can support their work by signal boosting it when possible. Make sure people know who you are learning from, that you're giving credit to those doing hard work. Because even if you cannot financially support this work at the moment, maybe there are other people you know who can. Find the leaders and learn from them. They will often share actions you can practice. So this is another way of responding. And third. Third tip. Do not give up on your voice, vote, or place in this world. Unending grief and injustice threatens to make us feel powerless. And when we feel powerless, we get numb and stop trying. This is not helpful particularly for those of us carrying various forms of privilege. We cannot lose you because you think it's too much. We need you in this struggle. So return to the self-care coping strategies, fuel yourself up, and then come back to the action. (sighs) So those are my tips for how to care for yourself and to think about next steps for justice. There's a lot in between. This is kind of just the polarity between internal self-care and acting out in the world. In between, you ought to be caring for others in your life. You are that bright spot for other people. So when we talk about tapping into the goodness in the world, remember that there might be people reaching out to you. Maybe if you're going to go outside and connect to the goodness of the world, take someone with you. Go on a walk. Just connect with each other. Love each other. Be kind to each other. Listen. Check in. Ask how are you and mean it. Dare to say something other than I'm fine if you're not fine. Please feel free to reach out to me if you'd like to talk more, and we can schedule a time to talk. Dear community, please allow me to end this message with prayer. Holy, loving God, we are hurting, we are angry, we are shocked. We are not shocked, we are numb. Wherever we are, whatever we feel, will you find us here? Will you join us in this pain and show us a way through it? Will you surround us with glimmers of life and hope and love? May we look for you amidst it all and find you, where we find comfort, where we find love, and where we find the strength to continue and the conviction to keep working for a more just world. Amen. This episode was produced by Erica Irish. The music is High Ride by Blue Dot Session. The podcast artwork is by Riley Jones. We'll see you next time.